Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Well, welcome into another edition of The Big Picture. I am your host, Larry Ragland, and I'm telling you right, we're going to get into some stuff today. I got a man that's in the studio with me today that is one of the greatest men of God in America right now. God is using him. He's raising him up. He's a remnant voice. What a testimony he is, and not to mention, he's got a pretty sick beard game. You're going to meet him in just a minute. Paul Goodwin from Fire City Church right after this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, that's what it's all about, baby, the big picture. Our eyes are wide open. We are not woke, but we are awake. And I'll tell you what, right now, I'm excited. I am pumped to bring in the studio my guest today. And y'all have to forgive me now. I got some new software. I got some new stuff I'm playing around with. So might get a little bit, little glitchy here, but we're going to have some fun today. Put your hands together and welcome Pastor Paul. Good one. Hey. How you doing, brother? Good to see you guys. Yeah, it's good. It's good, man. I love this big picture. I love watching it. I love watching it on Facebook. I love uh, just, I love what you're doing as far as remnant voice. Uh, for so long, the, the, it just feels like that there was such a, a group of people that didn't have a voice, but you're making that uh, very, very well I guess, a, a spot for us to speak through you and what you're saying. Man, I appreciate that very much, Pastor. And that is that is my heart. You just really, we didn't even talk about that before. Uh, so I didn't pay him to do that at all. But uh, that, that you just described my heart. My heart is to be a voice and not an echo, to give a place uh, for the remnant voice. And we, me and you and the circles that we run in, the men of God that we run in, you know, we're just, we're just people that are just regular folks real deal and that's why i gravitated to you that's why i gravitate to some of the other guys that i've had on here i'm not going to bring any uh body on this show that's that's your typical showboat um trying to build right. your own kingdom you know we're looking for people that just really care about people that's kingdom minded that's, that's right and it's rare to find them people quite frankly nowadays pastor it really is um but pastor you pastor well, i'll never forget i'll never forget what you told me uh last year about this time of the year last year we were sitting in Atlanta in a service and you look, you put your arm around me and you said, pastor, if anybody is still a pastor right now after COVID, then they're in it for the right reasons. Wow. And they're in it because God wants them there. Yep. And that encouraged me because I, it was in that moment where there's a lot of stuff going on with COVID shut down, not shut down, vaccine, mask, any of that stuff. And you, you literally, we had just met, and you put your arm around me and said that, and I'll never forget that. That was that was one of the one of the best moments I've shared with Larry Raglan in my life, right there. Wow, wow, <laughs> that that blesses me tremendously, man. I thank you, and I and I do mean that, and I say that a lot because that is the truth. I mean, if you're still in it, and I'll say this to those that are watching this broadcast, it's not just preachers. If you're a child of God and you're attending a gathering, and you're and you're a worshiper, and you're still sowing and giving and and being involved, you're remnant. You're remnant. You're right. you're the real deal because it, it it's the easiest thing in the world for you to check out right now. Easiest thing in the world. Right. 
Well, Pastor, you pastor a tremendous church there in Anniston, Alabama called Fire City Church. What a name, y'all. Fire City Church. That's awesome. Uh, so, and it is, y'all, I've preached there and it is, and I've been there and I've attended there and I've just sat on a pew there and worshiped there. And I'll tell you right now, it is fire. So pastor, tell, tell us about, for those that may not be familiar with your ministry, take us, uh, walk us through what I like to call BC Paul, uh, before Christ. Uh, cause you, I'm sure you got a testimony where, where you were, uh, tell us a little bit about your family and, uh, what is God doing right now? in Anniston, Alabama, and how did you get to pastoring, and how did you get to the Lord? Um, well, I started off in church as a, as a kid. Um, I was raised as a preacher's kid in, in a denominational setting, and um, just as long as as long as long I was, I looked apart on the outside, it really didn't matter what was going on on the inside, and I, as growing up into that, you're, we were always more concerned about what we look like on the outside than what we looked at on the inside. So there's a lot of, there was a lot of issues in my life that I hadn't really conquered yet. Hadn't really surrendered over to Jesus, which led to, uh, in 2002, me just leaving the church completely, leaving, leaving the calling, running from God, experiencing a whole Jonah, go to Nineveh. No, I'll go to Tarshish kind of thing. And, uh, I ended up being uh, moved out of the country for about 14 years, uh, then came back and then wound up in Amsterdam. Uh, Long story, very, very long story short. um, We were there in Amsterdam and um, I had I didn't want anything to do with the church. I didn't want anything to do with God. I didn't want anything to do with religion or any of that stuff. And I had just found myself one one line after another, just crossing the lines I said I would never cross, and then ended up on the other side of the globe, wow. uh, n- not 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 ever having a plan to come back, not ever the desire to ever come back was not in me. And when I would leave my office, mm. I would have to go by Grand Central Station there in Amsterdam, and every day at, at, at Grand Central Station there was a lady there that stood there you know you would probably most people would think she was a beggar i actually tried to give her money a couple of times that she would never take it but she would she would stand there in in snow up to her mid chin and she would sing have you been to jesus for the cleansing power are you washed in the blood of the lamb wow she she sung that song every day that i was in Amsterdam, and then one day uh, pastor raglan i just passed by and normally i would i would walk by and I didn't want to hear it, but one day I'm just walking past and I'm at my wits end of my life and the song got on me and I started thinking, you know, I haven't been to Jesus in a long time. And I just started remembering what it was like to have the blood of Jesus wash over you and wash your sins hmm. away. And I boarded a plane the next day and moved back home and the Lord asked me to work for him. So that's where I'm at. And that's. That's how I ended up back in the United States. Wow. Um, didn't didn't ever think we would uh, pastor a church. Um, God, uh, Tracy and I got married in August of 2017. Uh, we started our church in March of 2018. So we were freshly married, freshly pastoring, and uh, then COVID happens, and we were growing. We started off in a little bitty vape shop, and then. Uh, we started growing. We moved to two locations. 
and then COVID happened and we didn't know what we were going to do. We, we lost half of our members at the Oxford location. So we decided to throw up a tent in the middle of the woods. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't like to interrupt my guests, but I, I don't know if the listeners actually heard what you said. You put up a tent, Pastor, yes. in the middle of COVID outbreak. That's right. It was a. Have you lost your a, mind, man? Don't you know that ain't gonna work? Don't you know that? Well, we didn't know how to put up a tent anyway. We we had no clue what we were doing. It had it had big old uh, lips in it. What it rained every night of the tent revival. I've been there we for two weeks. Yes, sir. And we were having to shove water out. It picked it up one time. There was water dripping on the altar during service. But you know what? One night we had forty-two get baptized, mm. and and forty-two of them were meth either meth users or meth dealers by the end of the revival we had meth dealers standing out on the on the road on highway nine hoeing up signs for other drug users and other drug dealers to come and give their heart to the lord are y'all hearing this and and that's what really birthed um i remember one of the one of the services in the in the tent revival uh we we said we we announced our healing service and one of the one of the guys that just freshly got saved he was when i say he was a meth dealer this was a big time meth dealer and he didn't know he didn't know how to have church he didn't never been to never been to church regular he didn't know scripture he didn't know uh anything but he had he had a phone and he googled every scripture that had the word healing in it or had to deal with wow and he went in the tent that morning and he read every scripture out loud on the microphone now this is this is absurd faith. This is faith this is crazy, that goes y'all. contrary to common sense. And he started reading these scriptures out in the tent revival. And a man uh, down the street who didn't even hadn't even been to the tent revival, he just happened to live close to where it was going on, walked over to get prayed for and got his healing immediately My in God. that night service in the tent revival. And God started moving, and and that's how I, that's how it led up to. Uh, me meeting you you had a revival that broke out that was being led by people that had been on crack and had been on meth just days earlier they were they were helping you lead a revival in a tent and baptize people and baptize people in a pandemic yes yes it was (laughs) crazy crazy man nobody was social distancing nobody was worried about masks watch out watch out algorithm Algorithm yeah we just wanted god that's all we wanted Algorithm's going to get us, Pastor. We're going to get flagged, y'all. We ain't care. We don't worry. We ain't worried about that. We, uh-uh. No, man, that's awesome. And of course, you know, one of the greatest uh, remnant voices out there, I heard the story said he was just looking for somebody crazy and radical that was having a tent revival. He shows up one day, Pastor Miles Rutherford, who's been on this show several times, yes. shows up one of your tent revivals, connects with you. Becomes- he, thought, he thought we were snake handlers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, that look, look man, I, I knew we had a lot in common, but I don't know if you even knew this, but that was how I birthed our ministry. I have a tent ministry. And and God called us in 1994 wow. to set a tent. We, me and my wife got a tent, and uh, she was pregnant. She was about eight months pregnant, and we had a little camper, and we pulled that camper all over the state of Alabama, set that tent up, and had revivals. And the last big revival we had went eight weeks long in the middle of the summer. And wow. uh, we had 90 people get saved, and our church was birthed out of that. So it, we're, just like you, I was laughing because nobody knew, told us how to set the tent up either. We just bought it and then just yeah. started trying to stick the poles up in there. And we realized we do not know what we're doing. 
And uh, but I'll tell you something. Remember that old song says, The freaks come out at night. That's right. That's I'm gonna right. tell you, they that's come out at was. night and them tears, don't that's they? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. But you know what? If you put if you want to see some strange wildlife, put a camera up next to a river in the wilderness. Oh, you'll you got see all the animals yeah, come out of yeah. the woods. And yep, that's it. That's what we did. We wanted just to put a river in the middle of that wilderness at Duggar Mountain, and you God really moved. You did it, man. You did it. And, uh, you know, just and – it, and I love how the whole thing with Pastor Miles coming and all this, it's, it's like the remnant voices are being drawn together. They um, are. That's how we met. That's exactly how we met. Absolutely. We did meet that way. And – and of course, I've seen you at Elevate Conference uh, here at our church. Yes, and, yes, and, I love your church. Thank man, you, man. I love, I love, you. I love Solid Rock. I love your people. I love your church. Thank I love you. going every time I get there. It's just, it, it's an atmosphere that's not like it's a. I'm not saying it's 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 the only atmosphere, in, right? But it is very rare to have the atmosphere that y'all have, where it's just absolutely come and worship the way you've always wanted to worship. No judgment. Uh, if you want to be quiet, be quiet, which is kind of hard to do in your church. But Amen. but it, but it, there is a lot of freedom and a lot of liberty, and I really appreciate what you do and what you stand for. Well, that means a lot to me. It means a lot to me, Pastor. And, you know, let's segue just for, uh, you know, we, we're excited. And, by the way, uh, we'll talk more about this at the end of the broadcast, but uh, you're on social media, I'm sure, and uh, you have a website. What's your website if anybody wanted to jump over to Fire City Church's website? Um, it would be www.firecitychurch.life. Firecitychurch.life. And I'll also have that down uh, in the description of this broadcast where you can just click right to it and go to learn more about Fire City Church. Maybe maybe you live in the Anastasia. you got people that live in the Anastasia family. You need, you need to send them to this church. Uh, but we, you know, you hear this word a lot on this broadcast, remnant, remnant. I am, I am just all in about the remnant. And I try to make sure that people understand that I'm not saying um, that, the remnant is some kind of elite group that's more special than anybody else. Uh, it's, we're just human beings like anybody else. But the remnant is what, by definition itself, is what is left um, after things have been cut away, after things have been sifted, ever, after everything has been shaken. And uh, it's extremely small. It's, and, and, and it would appear in the natural to be insignificant, but it is far from that. It is, one of, it is in my opinion, one of the most powerful forces that we've seen in a generation. So, you know, we're both connected. I see you got your city harvest hat on. Uh, I have mine as well. Use the have representing. You see that pastor rod, don't you? You see that, uh, <laughs> Bishop David, all that. So, uh, but we're connected in a lot of ways, uh, to the same mindset people. Uh, and, and we, we came from different backgrounds, but we were birthed in, that same movement of believing in miracles, believing in power, believing in yeah. the power of the Holy Ghost unashamedly. So, Pastor, for the next few minutes, uh, share your heart about as we, as we, you and I, as we connect and as we go in different places, preach in different places, have different people coming into our our ministries and preach. Where, where's the body of Christ going? I mean, what what's what is what is next that you're sensing in your spirit? Uh, not trying to get you to predict anything. I'm just saying, what are you feeling? Where are we going as a church? Well, um, when I when I when I came back to the Lord and we started working back in the ministry, it was 2018 when when everything started turning, and that was the 500 year anniversary of the um, the day that that Martin Luther nailed the thesis yep. upon the Catholic Church, and it began the protestant church 
and everybody, if I if I remember correctly, pretty much everybody I talked to were were talking about the new reform of the church and mm. where where the church was going to be reforming. I don't think it happened like they thought it was going to happen. Right. I believe what has happened is, and 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 please don't. I don't want to get anybody upset with me, but I believe that there is a there is a return, and I, and I, Pastor Miles talks about it a lot, a return to the primal church where mm. it is, where it's just raw. I mean, I don't I don't take yep. away from anybody's programs yep. or tracks or anything that they're doing. If it's working, it's working. God bless you. But I think what we're seeing in the last days, and this is just my heart from from me and, and our family and 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 some other pastors that I know, we're we're returning to the first love of 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 worship yes and sitting at jesus feet and just being hungry for a move of god you know we we there's a great book written a long time ago called the god chasers yeah and 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 it's a great book but i believe i believe what's happened in the reform of the church is is we're not chasing god as much as he's chasing us and i think that that we're not ascending the hill anymore, but God is descending the hill to wow. us. Did you and I that? think there's a glory coming. Yeah. I, I think we're seeing the revival that That's our grandparents word. have talked about. Keep going, man. I'm just shouting you down. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so I, I think I think because we know it, you you know it. I know it. We we were all we heard growing up in this, uh, especially in this in the Pentecostal charismatic ranks that. There was going to be a great revival, and the, the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than that of the former. I think we're living in that moment. Yes. Right there, the Kairos moment of yes. the greatest outpouring around the globe that, mm. that, that the church has ever seen or ever experienced. Mm. Not, not taking anything away from Acts chapter 2 because that no. was glorious as, as yep. it was poured out on the earth. But yep. I believe that this is the last end-time revival, Absolutely. and we're experiencing it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, one of the things that I've been talking about, this vein I've been in, it really, it was already there, but it was majorly dropped in my spirit uh, in Columbus, Ohio, back in July, is that he, and, and you're just confirming it, is that God is bringing all things full circle. Yes, and full he's, circle. He's, full circle. And he's he's just, he's he's taking his full circle back to Acts chapter 2, but he's also going beyond that, Pastor. He's taking us full circle all the way back to the Garden of Eden. And yes. the, the reality is this, God showed us in the Garden, in Genesis, his will for his relationship between man and him. And that was he wanted us to be covered in the glory to such an extent that we could walk with him, talk Come with on. him on a personal, intimate level. Yes, and yes. Then, and then he said, then he made it very clear he wanted us to have dominion. He wanted us to be fruitful, multiply, all these things. I tell our church all the time that if you really want to understand the heart of God, you just got to go back to Genesis. You got to go back to the garden. Everything you need to know about God and his feelings about mankind and his idea when he created all this is in the garden, and nothing has changed. And, and and so I want to say this to those that are watching. Pastor Paul just said it, and all I'm doing is saying amen with this comment, is that, yes, we thank God for those that have gone before us. We can't even imagine what it would be like to be a part of that Acts chapter 2 church. But the reality yeah. is this. There's no way in this world anybody's going to make me believe that God's going to come back for a church that is as weak and anemic as it looks like the church is. There is a remnant that's going to rise up and is rising up that is as powerful as Acts chapter 2. The dead will be raised, Pastor. The blinded eyes are be. By the way, yes. by the way, that is happening. 
It is not going to happen. It is happening. And the reason people don't think it's happening is because typically it doesn't happen in cultures like we have, that we're so blessed and have so many options. But you get on a plane, go to the mission field, and you see it. It's the, the, That's the, right. the miracles are happening all over the world. But, but the remnant, because of what has happened in this nation, in this world over the last two and a half years, and the remnant is now more determined, as you said, going back to that first love, going back to that passion about we don't care how many followers we have on Instagram. We just want to be in the presence of God. And, and when, when we get to that point, which we are there and getting there even more, then we are positioned correctly for the glory of God. So I believe it, Pastor. I believe I'm tired of hearing preachers talking about coming. It's coming. It's coming. They're going to miss it. They're going to miss it. You believe it's here. You believe it's here, Pastor. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm, we're seeing it. We're seeing it. I mean, I mean, where where else in what other revival would you have Pastor Larry Ragland come and jump off of a chair and land on top of me as I'm laying in the altar? <laughs> hey, listen, I, I don't I don't know what he's talking about, y'all. That was a wild night. <laughs> that was a wild, You're a wild night, man. man. Wild night, baby. Yeah, and and he and hey, look, we broke in them new chairs too, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he, we did. He was he was laid out in the spirit, and he didn't know I was walking the back of his chairs like old school back here. Mm-hmm. But we we was having church, man, because. And it wasn't hype, and it wasn't. It, it was. Mm-mm. It was just the reaction it of was, what happened. It was glory. It was glory. And it made me think the about glory, the God fell in the room. I mean, you you were seeing it not just not just in services too, but we're also seeing it at Walmart. We're seeing it at Dollar General. We're seeing it at McDonald's drive-through. Come on. I mean, every everywhere we're going, I think we're seeing the glory of God fall everywhere. And it's not just it's not just a service, or it's not just a sermon. It's not just uh, a worship set, but I believe that I believe that people are really hungry for something that 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 yes. when they wake up on Monday and depression is knocking on the door, when they wake up on Tuesday and grandmother has cancer, when they wake mm. up on Thursday and mm. and it, their car is falling apart, they want something that is tangible and something that they yep. can apply to their needs, and not just something that gives them goosebumps on Sunday, mm. but actually gives them courage to look to look Satan right in the face and Satan. carry the, the candle right into the darkness and say, I want wow. the kingdom of God and nothing else. My God. That's incredible. What, what a word. Listen, uh, this man right here is, he, he is, you see the fire that's on his life. Come on. He names his church Fire City Church. Who does that? Who, who names their church? Who just gets so blatant and just so bold just saying, you know, we're going to set the city on fire from this house. I mean, that's, that's, a man, right. that's a man who knows who he is in God, man. That's, that's why I love this man right here. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm, I gravitate to people like him. And that's why I bring him on my show because, listen, I, I'm 54 years old. Uh, you know, uh, Bishop Clint Brown, my bishop, he told me, he said, you know, you've been in the ministry for 30 years. And, and a lot of times after 30-plus years, actually been close to 33 years, he said after 30-plus years, most preachers are getting ready to wind down. He said, I, you you just getting started. And uh, yeah. he, he said, you, you, you at 54 years old, you launching a YouTube channel, and you got to produce all this kind of stuff. You know why I'm doing that? Because I want to give voices to people like this man right here. Uh, because as he's, as we said at the beginning, it's very hard to find a place where you can go and just hear people being real, people being genuine, and people who are genuinely in love with God. Um, so not only do I have him on my show, uh, but I'm going to have him in my pulpit at our church. Uh, we got a big, big deal coming up. Well, now. It is going to be uh, just phenomenal, Pastor. It is our annual Ironman Conference 
And uh, I don't know when you'll watch this or listen to this on the podcast. You may be years later, but it's an annual thing in every August at our church. And this is being recorded in, in 2022. And August 12th and 13th of this year is our Ironman conference. And uh, we have uh, Bishop Jamie Tuttle coming on that Friday night, uh, who leads one of the greatest men's conferences in America. Yeah, I love it. King's Table is incredible. And then Great, man. that Saturday morning, uh, we've got Bishop Steve, Apostle Steve Davis from uh, Refresh Family Church, who's also going to be on this show. You may have already seen that episode on this on, on my show. Pastor Paul Goodwin, Bishop Paul Goodwin, myself as well, and on that Saturday. So so four sessions of pouring into men. And, of course, we call it Iron Men based on Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron. So does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. So, so I've, I've been to your church. I've been around your men. And, I, and I, God has got some remnant men at Fire City, brother. What is God doing in the men? And why do we need a revival in the men? Well, I think it's because for generations, the men have left the church and the church work to the women. Yep. And that's why kids grow up and think it's a woman's job to do children's church or mm. it's a woman's job to do uh, ministry when when it's the men i think we're seeing a great I, I tell you what i'm seeing in in our church is i'm seeing a lot of men learn how to learn how to pray and pray through the doubt pray and stay and pray and really fall in love with with weeping before the altar and wow. staying until god moves mm. i'm seeing a lot of that happen with men just that have pushed back enough time to say god i want to meet you every day at a certain time or or I want to meet you every night at a certain time. I think we're seeing a really return to prayer from mm. the men. And, and it's really something when, when men get together. I know, we, listen, I, we've heard it before. When women get together, it doesn't take much for a, a WM ministry to, to head off in revival once they start praying. But a men seem to have, okay, let's get in this 15 minutes. Let's yeah. let's get yeah. our prayer done. There's not, right. a, lot of, not right. a lot of emotions, a lot of more will than that's involved. But I think we're seeing a, a return to men tarrying yep. like they did in, in the Wesley days, like they oh, did yeah. in the D.L. Moody days. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, well, that's what we're experiencing here in Anderson. And I'm, I kind of feel that's probably the same thing because I talked to some of your guys. I met a lot of them at the at the conference there in, in Cleveland. Yep. You, had, you brought like 30 guys, and, yep. and I could tell that those were praying men. Yes. And when I watched you champion – that group of men like that nobody else can do but you i know that you're you were a praying pastor because those guys were on fire they love the lord they come to our city and climbed up on the mountain and prayed over our city yes before you came i know that sure that's did. a prayer that's a prayer life it's a prayer walk that they walk in amen and and it is it is uh it is a genuine move and in the reality is this you can't have an end times harvest revival without the men I mean, the bottom that's line right. is that's, that's right. the men are the priests of the home. The women, as yes, you said, sir. have been carrying it for so long. And I'm telling Felt you, that. God is raising up the men. And, I, and I'm telling yes, you, our men came back, I'm sure it was the same way with you, from that king's table and just shook the church. Got, it, it just, I mean, just came in that next Sunday that you could just feel everything had shifted. And then it, what it did is it inspired the women. And the women said, we got to go to a conference. So yes. they, they went to uh, Pastor Miles' church, Pastor Delana, her conference. And then they came back on fire. And then what happened was then the young people, our students said, we got to go to a conference and get on fire. So they went to uh, one of my overseers, uh, Prophet Greg DeVries, 
Hayes puts on a uh, camp that's all spirit filled, all about the Holy Ghost. They all went and they got wrecked. And there was about wow. 20 of them went, about 15 of them was baptized in the Holy Ghost and just Come came on. back radical on fire. But we saw that snowball of revival happen when the men had revival. Yes. And, when and the I, father's hearts were turned back to the children. Yes. Yes. And listen, y'all need to hear this. What he just said, when the father's hearts turned back to the children. Do you understand that's a sign of the end times? Yeah. That is literally a sign. It's as big as, and, and maybe, maybe just even bigger mm. than the signs that we talk about earthquakes and divers places and all that. Because the very last thing that God moved on Malachi in the Old Testament to write, knowing, because he's all knowing, that he would not speak from heaven again for several hundred years until John the Baptist. There was complete silence. First time in the history of Israel, God did not speak to a man from Malachi to John the Baptist for hundreds good. of years. And That's good. So if you know, if you if you're on your deathbed, Pastor, and, and they come in and say, You got you got you got probably six hours left of your life and you're going to be gone. You want to see your kids, you're gonna bring your kids and your grandkids. You're not gonna talk right. about Alabama and Auburn football. You know, you, 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 right. you're not gonna talk about, you know, what kind of car you got. No. You're gonna talk about no. things that you know this is it for me. This this yeah. they're not gonna hear from me again. Your so final instruction. Absolutely. You're going to be very intentional on in what you said. So I say this, Malachi, God knew that Malachi was going to chronologically be the last Old Testament book of the Bible, and he knew that he would not speak again until John the Baptist. So what did he speak about? He spoke about giving, Come spoke on. tremendously about giving, and then the last thing he spoke of is he said, behold, Elijah's coming, yeah. and, he'll, and he'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the hearts of the sons yeah. to the fathers. And so that was a prophetic statement now we know john the baptist came in the spirit of elijah but he wasn't elijah reincarnated y'all you can read the book of revelation you talk about the two witnesses and you'll find elijah elijah is actually going to come back here but he's going to come back here during the final generation so when you are in the final generation one of the signs that will happen before elijah is revealed on this earth is a return of the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the sons to the fathers it is an absolutely end times prophecy fulfillment to see a revival in the men. And that's, that's, what right. we're, that's what we're trying to do, Pastor. And our men's coming up. You'll be there. Some of your men will be there. Our men, men, we've got people coming from different states coming in. But, you know, we don't, we don't care about the crowd. We, we love the ones that are going to be there. We're not going to get messed up on how many people was actually there. We're just because the ones that are there, because we're talking about remnant now, as we've said that's before, right. when you got remnant, it's going to be small anyway but it's going to be powerful. And uh, so we're going to see that happen. So, uh, Pastor, we're going to, we're going to wind this thing down, but I, I want you to look in that camera right now and just speak a word over those that are watching this. Pray over the church. Pray over those that might be struggling. Uh, maybe, maybe was raised in a church setting like you and I, ran away from God, thinks the church is irrelevant now, been hurt by church people. Whatever God puts on your heart, you take about two or three minutes and pray for us and pray for those that are out there watching this program. Yes. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just declare by faith that men would mm. begin to wake up, that mm. remnant men would begin to wake up and realize who they are. Yes, Lord. The Bible says that the whole universe, the whole creation is groaning with mm. great expectation yes, for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. God. And I and I just ask Holy Spirit that you would come, the great teacher, come alongside us, 
show us, begin to reveal as we pray in the spirit, begin to reveal that purpose and that identity in us, mm. that we are really the true sons of God that yes. lead our homes, that it's okay to be a man, that it, that it's okay to be a woman, that it's okay to be feminine, that it's okay to be masculine as a man, that it's okay to be feminine yes. as a woman, that we know our gender specific roles yes. as it deals with the kingdom and the family unit that God has established from the foundations of the world. Yes, Father, Lord. we just ask that you would just begin to renew that yes, as Lord. though that either others have may have perverted that yes. identity. Father, I believe that you're raising up a generation of men and women and children that look beyond the color of our skin, oh, that look beyond the status of our home, that look beyond the status of our family, the status of our wallet, the status of our uh, buildings. And you've said, Father, you're, I believe that you're looking for those that will have a true heart, yes. that are looking for you to be moved on this earth. And Father, if you have to step through us to step on this earth, wow. step through us, Lord. Let yes, us be Lord. that, that mm. conduit. Let us be the window that you open, that you pour out a blessing from. Lord, let us be the treasure that you open here on this yes, field. Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I yes, just Lord. declare that fathers would look at their family and rise to the occasion, pull up their, their bootstraps and say, yes. I will be the man. Me and my house shall yes. serve the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, raise up, put, a, put out that call, that Macedonian call for fathers to take their position. And Father, as they take their position, we break the spirit of Jezebel that would mm. come against the house, on, that would it, come Pastor. against the church, that would Break come it. against the family unit in the name of Jesus. We cast her down from the window Go and we ride our horse over the, the, the corpse of that spirit in the name of Jesus. My we God. declare your works are done and we declare the manifold wisdom of God yes, that Lord. every principality and every power that sets itself up against the, 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 yes. the things of God in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 The crowd's Yay. going wild, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yay! I love my little gadget I got here, y'all. You can tell. Man, what a powerful prayer. Listen, if you prayed with him, if, if anything just touched you on this broadcast, the words of that prayer, the words of just two men just sitting there talking about the Lord, if it blessed you, encouraged you anyway, comment down below and let us know. Uh, and I know that it will bless, it will bless us. It will bless uh, the others that watch this. Uh, if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. It helps us tremendously. And more than anything, give us a thumbs up and then uh, share this broadcast. It will help us tremendously. Uh, we're growing. We're growing because of you. And uh, we want to reach as many people for Jesus as possible. Pastor Paul Goodman, it has been such an honor and a blessing to have Man, you on the you. big picture. I love you, brother. I love you. I can't and wait to see you. Very soon you will be in the house, brother. I, I just don't know if Solid Rock's ever going to be the same again. Praise God. <laughs> so thank you again. Uh, thank you to everybody that's watching. Uh-oh, wrong one. There you go. There we go. Uh, thank you to everybody that watched this program. We appreciate you from the bottom of our heart. I do uh, ask you to look past uh, my little glitches as I'm learning this new software. Uh, but I tell you what, God is doing some amazing things. And as I've said before, if you hadn't already subscribed, please do that. If you listen to us on podcasts, it's very important that you follow us and give us a five-star review and write a review. That is the best thing that can help us in the algorithm of all the podcast apps. Until next time, I'm Larry Raglan. I'm your host of The Big Picture, and I am blessed that you are a part of the remnant because we ain't woke, but we sure are awake. I'll see you next time on The Big Picture. God bless. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.